Two's Company is a chance to bring together two women from the same profession or similar walks of life, but who've taken different paths. Their conversation will highlight their diverse backgrounds, their experiences, joys, hardships, and eventually to find common ground along the way. Hi, I'm Chani Sareen. I'm a stylist, model, and designer. Hi, I'm Veera Kapoor E. I'm a costume designer. I do films and advertising. As these two women sit down opposite each other for the first time, there are a set of cards next to them. Now, one at a time, they each pick up a card to ask a question. Let's find out what happens next. When was it that you knew you wanted to work in fashion? I came to Bombay and I started as an assistant director. And that time as an intern, as somebody new, we were supposed to take part in every aspect of filmmaking. Mm. And in advertising, I had a keen eye for costumes and they would make me do little smaller jobs. And I realized that I was so happy doing that, mm-hmm. that I wanted to pursue it further and learn from designers. I think on the job is where I found my passion. On the job. Super. For me, basically, I studied advertising because I became a model while I was in school. And it was somehow like intriguing for me to like, oh, what are they doing? You know, how are they hiring me and what's happening here and like making these ads. And so I pursued advertising. And uh, from there, I went to PR. And <laughs> from there... I finally went to interior styling and all this while I was modeling. So I had this lovely stylist, Zinat from Grazia, and uh, she was styling me for a job and she was like, you'd almost style yourself on shoots. This is what I would do, you know. She's like, you have a knack for it and you should maybe be a fashion stylist. And that's how my fashion journey started. But I feel like I always wanted to be in fashion, but I just didn't know what or how. But being a model kind of like really helped. Who was your biggest support when you started out? Ah, it's so cringe, but it's so honest. It's got to be my parents. <laughs> I can write a big fat thank you speech to them. My dad, when we moved to Bombay, he was like, okay, I think this is where I need my daughter to grow up. This looks like a cup of tea, you know, and I'm so fortunate that he thought that way. My mom would come with me to auditions and like, you know, it was just always like anything I wanted to do. They always supported me and um, honestly couldn't have done this without them. I feel definitely my family has always encouraged me and they've let me make my own decisions. Yeah. Also in the industry, my biggest support has been uh, my director, Sujit Sarkar. Mm -hmm. Because I grew with him, I learned and he gave me opportunities without any experience. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the biggest challenge, you know, when people don't know what you're capable of and they still give you a chance. Someone's got to find you and yeah. be like... He was my biggest support in the industry. On a project, how do you strike a balance between the brief and your personal sense of style? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I feel following the brief is definitely important because, especially when you're doing films, mm-hmm. you're, you're bringing out the director's vision. That's how I kind of start my um, project. But also the beauty of it is that every person has their own style. Mm -hmm. We all end up incorporating a little bit of us in our characters. Absolutely. So that's what I try and do, be it uh, my interest in Indian fabrics, 
fusion wear. So I kind of bring that into my characters. So that's how I go about it. Super. Because I come from fashion editorial kind of styling, which for me is like max creativity. You can just go for it. But then when you come to the ad world, it's like this purple and it has to be that shade. And you know, like, how am I going to just like breathe and like, just let it be. The client is the king. He's got to be happy. And it's always been... um, dilemma for me like what makes me happy styling wise which is the editorial stuff where I can just go crazy and do my thing and it's about also like finding the right model the personality and like creating a story with that more than just putting something out there which is very much there for the brand and for what that look is or what they're trying to sell I must say I have always kept the clients happy, but what makes me happy is the total other side of it. How do you stay on top of fashion trends? Do you ever find it tough to keep up? (laughs) So my favorite fashion trend that never goes out of style is confidence. (laughs) So I feel that that's the start and end of that, you know, I have never been the one to follow the herd and like, okay, this is what's in trend now and that's what we should be doing or wearing. And like I said, it's always about who I'm styling and the person, the personality. And I like to bring my sense of style also in that. But confidence (laughs) is key. (laughs) To be honest, even I feel, yes, there are fashion trends. We do see, like even when you're doing a period film, for example. Yeah. There are trends which were popular in the 70s. There was fashion of the 40s. Absolutely. So I love going back and seeing what trends are and even keeping up with the current ones to a certain extent. For example, for me, if I'm showing a character who's from 2000, 2010, 2015, there's just little small things that help me differentiate between a certain time period. Absolutely. So yes, I like to keep up with fashion trends, but I don't personally feel it affects me or I feel... I have to do this just because it's trending. It's trending, yeah. So it's yeah. very important, I think, to find that balance where you yeah. understand that, yes, it's important to know what's happening around you, but not to feel suffocated by it at the same time, to understand that, embrace all the lovely creative ideas that are coming up. Sometimes I find it so fascinating, the kind of prints, the kind of textures, all that's coming up. And more like fashion's always cycling back, yeah. which is what I love about fashion. Yes. That no matter where we're going, it's always going back to what used to be amazing. Yeah. I love, I love the 70s, 90s. 70s will always, oh, always be around. Time. They're the best times, yeah. I feel. <laughs> Absolutely. What is one current fashion trend that you like and one that you hate and why? I love that we have um, gone away from the skinny jeans because yes. that was a Thank nightmare God. for me. So I'm really, really <laughs> happy that we're back into like, loose, baggy, lovely, (laughs) comfortable clothes. So that is some a trend that I am loving, loving. The oversized shirts, the baggy jeans. That's my favorite. 70s, 90s, like we were saying back there. What am I not liking? There's nothing really in particular. I'm not very judgmental about. Again, fashion is very personal. So so I'm just happy with the loose clothes. (laughs) Yeah, for me also, like I said, the trend that never runs out of fashion is confidence, which is why it doesn't matter for me. Like I'm not out here to hate any sort of trends, but I must admit that 
back in the day, I would just hate neons. Somehow it was just this thing for me, like, oh my gosh, do not show me another neon. But currently, no judgments, <laughs> no hate. And of course, 70s, 90s, my favorite, favorite trends. Baggy everything, oversized everything and androgynous fits for me is like my style personally and also like with my label. I just love to make androgynous fits. So, yeah. What is the biggest misconception that people have about the work that you do? I don't know how many people know the the many hands of the octopus that I have or the hats that I wear. I don't know if it's a misconception or just like not aware. But I, like I said, started off advertising, styling, always modeling. And that sort of flowed into me becoming a designer very naturally because I had to make clothes for shoots. It's like, how much am I going to source from Zara for this or from designers? And if something particular we're looking for, then I may as well make it because I imagine that shape and how it would look. And that's how I started making clothes. And I feel people think that once you reach somewhere in your career, then you're like, okay, I'm done with this. Let me do something else. And Maybe that's why they see that I started my label, but that's not the case. And it started off purely because I was just making clothes anyway for my shoots. And I still style. And that's always a question like, oh, so now you're busy with your label. Are you still styling? Like, yes, I'm still styling. Got me the bucks. You got my styling job. I feel one of the biggest misconceptions that I've had to deal with is that People ask you, what is the big fashion course that you have done? Ah, yes. Where have you studied fashion? All respect to uh, institutes that teach fashion and great. And we have some great creative talent from there. But I feel if you're passionate about what you're doing and you develop an interest and you learn the process Absolutely. and are willing to give in the time, willing to put in the effort that, okay, I will start from scratch. Mm -hmm. I'll work with people who know a lot more than me mm -hmm. and I will pick up you know, and learn, keep learning. Absolutely. So I'm still open to learning after 20 years in this industry. And I feel that, yes, to have a fashion degree, to have a background in fashion is definitely an advantage. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have one and you still want to pursue costume design, it is possible, especially yeah. for movies, because we, we're dealing with characters. We create yeah. real life characters and we have fun doing that. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What is your proudest moment in your career? Let me guess. Is it the black lady? <laughs> um, black lady was the proudest moment of yes. my career, but I have recently won a national award. So I think that wow, trumps the yes, black lady congrats. a little bit. <laughs> so I really wouldn't have ever dreamed of getting it. Even after getting it, it took me a few minutes to even let it sink in that, no, 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 I'm sure there's some mistake. Yeah. <laughs> is this a nomination? Is this something? Then they told me that, no, there are no nominations for the National Award. You just get it. That's so The amazing. National Award was, I think, the best thing that's ever happened to me in my career. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. In my styling career, I had this moment where I was very, like, done with styling celebrities. I just was frustrated. Like, I don't want to pick up another dress and put it on someone. And then came Zina Taman. And I had the privilege of styling her. Not just that I got to style Zina Taman, like that was a moment. But just like she changed my feeling 
in that moment that yes okay you know there are still celebrities that you will very happily style and everything will be fine breathe chani you got this and yeah i think zinatman for me was my styling proud moment but also my second proud moment would be me opening my store with my label my clothing label came about very like naturally and i did not see it like oh i'm going to have a store one day sell my clothes does that and have all these other brands in store and like now run a store and i did not think it through and i like that i just go with the flow and i reach there so yeah that's quite a proud moment for me what is something you think needs to change about the fashion industry do we have a big list or what <laughs> you know the culture of community and collaboration for me that is the key most important thing like without that what are you going to style what is fashion like it's teamwork that makes your movie come together or your ad come together or even just like a photograph come together everybody on that team has got to be like in sync and if that's not happening then there's no final product that you're going to like look at and love and that for me is now changing i feel in my initial days it wasn't very collaborative either it's the photographer that is very hell bent on like something that he wants and i don't know i just see that the collaborative ideology and outlook is maybe now more there in our industry than it used to be I guess that's the most polite way I can put my one little flaw that I would like to mention. For me, something that I felt needed to be changed, I think is already in the process. Mm-hmm. A lot of brands today, I mean including Versace, has come up with fashion for bigger bodies. I personally have uh, had that issue because I've always been a plump happy child. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love food and finding clothes for your body type is uh, very important and you know it helps you feel confident absolutely and i'm glad that brands are taking the initiative to bring out more fashion uh, trends with bigger sizes i remember there was a phase when finding clothes like if you wanted western fashion mm. indian clothes we always had the option of getting things made to a particular body measurements but finding certain fashion trends was very difficult and that was very frustrating So I'm glad that that's being dealt with and yeah. I hope it just gets better. Gets better. Yeah. I mean they're on the runway now, you know. Correct. It's like so, yes, let's it's happening. go. It's happening. It's happening. Fashion trends are constantly changing and evolving, but what is something that you think is timeless? Uh a saree. What I really love today is I see so many people doing so much more with a saree than the regular conventional way of draping it yeah so people feel confident wearing it with a t-shirt teaming up with a pair of nice sports shoes and uh, putting a belt on a saree i'm just loving the saree trend the saree and journey yes it's pretty much that i also make these sarees now it's drapeless now right? you're just wearing a skirt and then you have a little pallu and i see so many versions of those sarees now it's like not complicated everybody can wear it like my friends want to wear sarees to their work meetings and all you know it's like yeah it's amazing that we can do that now i love i love sarees this would also be my answer yes sarees are <laughs> absolutely timeless, yeah. timeless. 
and also like our weaves just any looms like indian Absolutely, looms yeah. and weaves so timeless what makes india unique in the fashion world aha the looms and the weaves i think we're so rich culturally in our heritage it's just amazing every year every season you see more people not just in india also internationally so obsessed with our paisleys or our ikats and our handlooms and bandhanis like you go to norway someone is wearing a bandhani they don't even know they're wearing a bandhani you know it's just so amazing that you see your craft and culture in different parts of the world just doing its thing so yeah same i feel the fabrics of india is what makes yeah. it really unique and our weavers and all our craftsmen also what i have noticed is now so many international brands are coming to india and they're collaborating and they're using indian fabrics and they're very 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 modern western silhouettes so that is uh, the most exciting thing is i think uh, indian fabrics yeah, yeah yeah india to the world yes <laughs> what is the one thing you wish you could do but are afraid to uh okay i'm trying to think what i'd be afraid to do yeah. i'd be afraid to model actually oh, no. i'd be afraid to walk the ramp that would be something i would be very afraid of doing because i'm so conscious of myself so i feel that's something i'm afraid of it's because i'm a very like go with the flow kind of person i'll just ride the wave and take what's coming and hit it head on maybe i fail at it and disappoint myself or others but at least i tried you know so with that outlook i don't know if i'm particularly afraid of something but yeah what is the most precious outfit you have in your wardrobe oh precious outfit it's got to be my first ikat story that i made to go to my first international music festival rockwakta and it is made from my nani's uh, bed sheet <laughs> and that's actually how i started making clothes and the reason why i make ikat clothes is because i was just surrounded by it my entire childhood my nani's sheets curtains i don't know she whatever she wore her sarees my mom's sarees so instead of going out and like buying fabrics to make something i just used what i had around me and i felt that yeah that is that and that is still my most precious it's blue ikat and it's worn out you know like it's been almost 10 years now so yeah it's worn out but it's still my favorite i still wear it on and off for me my most precious possession in terms of clothes would be my there's a sari that again my nani has given me it's almost 100 years old wow it's her mother's uh, sari and it's a gorgeous uh, parsi gara oh wow so that work itself is uh, it's a completely handmade sari beautiful and uh, that's my most prized possession lovely hand me downs for life yeah <laughs> 